<laughs> so uh, how are you after the premiere? I'm, I was tired. I mean, yeah. like th two days, I just did nothing. <laughs> it's always such an intense work and an intense yeah. role. And um, yeah, and of course, the whole situation also, I think it's taxing. Yeah. There are so many stressful elements with the pandemic and the, yeah. also the, the role is challenging. Yes. And uh, also it was uh, filmed during the yes. premiere. How do you find uh, your inner peace in, in this and... and uh, funny enough, I mean, I, I try to do my best work and yeah. meanwhile I can blend completely out it's filmed or broadcast because I think it's... <sighs> It's not useful. Then you start like singing for the microphone, and yeah. it's 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 not. Yeah. Then you don't portray the character. And yes, there is always a bit like the microphone likes to catch more the the more quiet sounds. Yeah. While when you're in a full energy, sometimes it's for a microphone a bit much. But this is a live performance, and yeah, yeah. we already recorded general and pre-general, mm -hmm. and then you vocally that was fine. So in case something uh. happens, <laughs> I thought okay, then they yeah. then they have to take this. Uh, yeah bit of it or so just change it yeah yeah was there something in this uh, the staging and the director's approach to your character that really surprised you or that was new no maybe not so i knew he would i mean he yeah. would do that in a in a different way and i i like that because he he gave me the chance to defend the character also uh, that i have to speak the monologue before yes. yeah which is challenging for the voice because, yes. I mean, it was about yelling and, and, yeah. and speaking. Even with the microphone, I have to give the full power like an actress and then go back to singing. It's, it's, a, it's tricky, but yeah. it's also very nice to do this uh, monologue. Yeah, first of all, I liked it because it brought so much more to the character. Yeah. yeah. And also to be just an actress was also <laughs> <laughs> super nice. Yeah. And, and how do you deal with acting challenges? Imagine there are some trainers, people that help also the acting side of the opera. Or no, usually he. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, his partner sometimes um, yeah. gives a hint, so you could do a bit more with your hands or something. But yeah. usually he acts it for us, and then yeah. but he wants us to find our way to uh -huh. to yes. do it. Um, yeah. But in, in a certain way, it's always a, a similar process. He's, we start and then he said, no, it's too much, it's too much, too much. Mm. So he wants okay. it all to take us inside, the yeah. whole energy. And then from there, go again outside. Okay. Because then he starts telling us, no, it's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> and it can, be, it can be tricky. when. But then yeah. you, you become a real person. It's never on yes. the surface. And um, this is nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I imagine it's uh, quite a challenge to have such a character that is uh, so difficult to even uh, yeah. embody. It's totally difficult. It's yes. difficult to approach her because, of course, she's a murderess and you have to dive into deep negative emotions, yes. which is never so so nice, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and at the same time, I want, of course, I want to defend her in the way that I make her understandable yeah it, it doesn't mean that i say a murder is good but i want to defend her that people understand the way how she came to the murder this is yeah. for me always the most important mm. i mean if, if the husband kills your daughter i think it's it's much more understandable yeah. how her her anger and all her rage yeah. where it comes from 
yeah and, and how do you find this expression with because it's so expressive but also as you said it comes from within like it's even inside these characters are very yeah expressive so how do you balance this with the music of Strauss where there are elements that told you in the music about her Yeah, it was very interesting to work with uh, Franz Welser Most yeah. because he started, there's so many motifs yeah. about the axe motif and he explained everything. Mm -hmm. um, look, there's the axe motif underneath and then it was clear that I have to have a certain fear. But Christoph also responded to that well and yeah. we staged that together. And that that's really interesting because Strauss, almost in every bar there is something you can... Yeah relate to which you wouldn't when you just hear it if you don't know it before yeah, yeah. yeah and there's also in my scene a lot of breaks always you know it's like i sing a bit i have a little break and i sing a bit mm. so it's not the big line so i always have to yeah. get an emotion in between as well yeah and how do you approach that so when you don't sing and, and you need to also stay in together with the music somehow yeah it's always a process to find out what emotion exactly yeah. i want to portray or what i feel the most dominant of course from the music without doubling it and it takes a while i find yeah to, to approach that yeah, yeah. and what uh, would you say the most helped you to find her and to become her <laughs> were the elements <laughs> I don't know inspiration yes and I read a book from uh -huh. an Irish author it just put in the story with a bit more around and there was so described how they went to the camp yeah with the daughter who should get married and they described how we bought I mean how we made her dress yeah, the, yeah. the white dress and how we were all so joyful to go there and marry Iphigenia to Achilles mm -hmm. and um, and then yeah. came this yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> came the big day where it was said no there is no marriage yeah and yeah. and this helped me extremely to to get to the figure because yeah. otherwise she's just you know this axe swinging lady where you think okay she has nothing to do with me and and I think she, you need to find a point or I need to find a point where she has to do something yeah. with me in a certain way yes I imagine that such story would be like the story that she always comes back to and is kind of her motivation for everything exactly and I also think important that we if you just paint her as a monster everybody says yeah she's a monster Fine. And doesn't affect the and and nobody will somehow relate yeah. and I mean the Greek mythology is full of those conflicts and they are it's not about murder it's about conflicts in us yeah. it's it's important we get to the point that they affect us so I think yeah yes it's very interesting to ask about the collaboration with other singers and, and how how was the experience I mean I was um, I had the luck to have two amazing women around. <laughs> Um, first, with Oshrine, I just admired her from day one. She's yeah. in the character, like, amazing. I mean, she's there and she's Electra. She looks at you <laughs> and you see her, you see the, yeah, the figure. Yeah, she has the, the eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And Asmik also, she approaches in a different way, but it's it's the same. She brings that chrysotomies in, yes. in her way. And yeah, I like that because I felt we empowered each other. Yeah. And that was so nice. And, and I mean, the men were also exciting, but I don't have so much interaction with yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. How uh, vocally do you approach? Do you have... I, I read that you are always looking for different colors and, and different timbres. I mean, the thing is, it sits really, really low. Yeah. So it's almost like... You can do it almost like spoken and many 
I mean, many dramatic sopranos, when they couldn't sing anymore the high notes, they went to this character and portrayed it marvelously. I mean, I'm standing in awe. <laughs> and, but it can be either, you can focus on just expression and forget about vocal beauty. It's not a role which you can solve only with vocal beauty. Yeah. I see myself as a younger Clytemnestra, so I try to sing it as much as I can, but still, of course, portraying all the force that it needs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think in, when I, let's say, I sing it the next 10 years, it, it will, of course, also change. Mm -hmm. For now, we were also looking on her as a hurt woman, not only as the Evil. beast. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The beast comes then out, out of that vulnerability. It's desperation. You mentioned that there are other stagings of Electra and your character that you really admire. Was there some interpretations that you aspired to? I, I, I mean, I love Brigitte Fassbender's interpretation yeah. of it. I really admire her deeply. I saw the video and it's yeah very unique how she does that. Yeah. Do you take some elements that you, you like? or or? I liked her eyes, especially when she was always like looking around <laughs> like, is there somebody who wants to kill me or I kill him? Like all the time. This. Yeah. Yeah. You also had this uh, violin uh, mm -hmm. upbringing, and would you say that today, when you work, is there a difference in, in how you approach music and singing due to the violin? I think that I did the violin was a big plus, because I know how to practice. I mean, <laughs> so like back and forth, if you yeah. don't, I mean, and I do the same vocally. So if something doesn't go, I feel the intonation, I really up yes. and down, or I put it in different rhythms, or... I so as a, in a very instrumental yeah. way to get it into the muscles. Yeah, and with the intonation, I bet it also helps to yeah. hear. It it helps. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And you also have a master class. I mean, it was last year in Sicily. I I usually when I can, I I'm allowed to join the Mediterranean Opera Studio and Festival in in Sicily, which is really nice. And I have since summer nineteen also. I'm a vocal professor at the university yeah. Yeah. in um, Hochschule der Künste Bern. Yeah, and I'm enjoying very much that. Especially with work with bigger voices, they always have a harder time at universities because they're not yet ready. You know, they, they sing a repertoire they shouldn't sing later, and uh, their real repertoire they cannot yet sing. So they yeah. are, like we say, no fish nor me. <laughs> also, my path was not like super straight. Yeah. I think I gained so much experience and I love to, yeah. to just give that to the next and it, it's very fulfilling to see how they grow and yeah. um, almost like I have an own success. What is your journey with your voice? Do you strategize the repertoire phrases or something? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say now. I would say, okay, maybe if I learned immediately the Italian technique. But in fact, I was also inspired so much by, you know, German oratorio. And this yeah. was my ideal. So yeah. like a light soprano. Yeah. And I started as a soprano and yeah. I sang the oratorios. And I don't know, <laughs> somehow it, it made sense in the end. Um, yeah. I probably wouldn't have been ready with 25 to sing the dramatic stuff already. So, yeah, it's all about experience and learning. And yeah. in the end, it worked out. With the students, do you have some kind of approach that you use towards their voices? I mean, for me, it's really the old bel canto technique, which I think is a base for everything. 
and then you need to to work individually because every brain every body is different so first of all yeah. you need to find a common language because it's all insights it's all about feeling so if sure. i say to somebody yeah, it needs to be more forward or so it can be they associate something totally different yeah. with it so yeah. we need to find first the common language we need to train the ear a lot because what sure. you do not hear you cannot sing in a certain and then go from there and see what the voice needs. Yeah. No. Would you say there is a difference with the education system now than it was before? I don't know. I mean, in my time, was not so. Now they have more yeah. to do besides singing. So sometimes I think it's much for them. In a certain way, it's good because they're getting a lot of input. But you always need to find the balance also to have the free space to let it work. Because what I find when you learn singing... Yeah. It's it's right what happens after the lesson when you don't practice the, the brain and yeah. the body start to work when they have the space to do so. <laughs> <laughs> How do you treat your, your voice as a singer today? Do you have any rituals? I need to be careful with food, like, yeah. you know, acid and stuff and allergies as well. So I need to pay attention to that, most of it. Especially after opening nights, you would like to go out and have a yeah. glass of champagne. And of yeah. course you do, but then the next days I need to get back. And with the other performances, do you try to also improve or, or change some things? or how is Not it? so much change, maybe just to find more freedom, more, yes. more ease in that. But also to every time get back to that energy we created in the first yeah. One, of course. But there is always little. I mean, I always think, oh, that note, I could still do better. <laughs> so there's always something. Always, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I imagine the energy, the premiere was really it's a explosive kind yeah. of because with the public also. Yes. And, and, and it's such a celebration of culture in the moment of yeah. pandemic. And yeah. so everyone was, like, I think, very proud that, that it happened. And it totally. was such a special night. So what meaning do you, do you bring for yourself personally this year? I think I, I try. I mean, I'm, well, like we all, we struggle somehow. I mean, of course, I got a lot of cancellations. I found more what I found in the positive way that I had more quiet time and I felt yeah. like I can really concentrate on one thing which I find good. Yes. And I hope I can keep that and really keep a bit more space in between the things to focus on one mm -hmm. role, which is nicer than just jumping too much. And I found that with many artists or singers, we were all again more grateful to be there. And I yeah. think sometimes this gets a bit lost when things are too quick. And meanwhile, they are quick. You sing here, you sing there, you jump from one to another. Sometimes it would be nicer to have a bit more time. But also the rehearsal process was shortened this time. And it was shorter, period. but okay, well, it's also a, a shorter piece. So it's mm -hmm. basically yeah, four weeks instead of six. But I mean, it would be one act of Götterdämmerung. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 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 And uh, how was for you this period of unknown? When I imagine last year you already knew you have this role. Mm -hmm. Like even in, in June, you probably didn't know. I, I, knew, I mean, June, I knew yeah, in, in May. May they started to say, listen, we try. We don't know if we <laughs> succeed. We won't announce it yet, but we try just because the artists we need to know to have a yeah. bit. Um, it was in the lockdown in March. I thought, okay, I just practiced because I knew, okay, yeah. um, May I had Parsifal in Deutsche Oper and I could tell this won't happen. Mm. That was clear. Okay. I thought maybe oh, Salzburg, let's see. In March, when there was really the big lockdown, I could not practice really that role yeah. because it was so, to deal with such feeling in such a situation was, was hard. Yeah, yeah. 
so all I wanted to yeah. sing was Bach and Mozart or something, <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> or Schubert Lieder. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then in April, I, I started again and thought, oh, great, I don't know, because I will also have another mm-hmm. Elektra upcoming. I said, okay. Yeah, for later. Uh, for later, yeah. no matter. I just practice as Eve, and yeah, and, and then thank yeah. God it came. <laughs> <laughs> How is it for you to experience this? their decision to actually go for it and learn? I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, when they, st- I, I somehow believed it would come to happen as soon as they said we try, because I believe yeah. in Frau Rabel-Stadler because she <laughs> managed. I mean, it's so great how they managed because they managed it slowly. They didn't say, yeah, it will be all good or it will be all bad. They said, listen, we look from day to day for the situation, and this is something I trust. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. yeah, and I knew they would not in a certain way they could only lose because if something happened they would be the big yeah you know everybody would say ah, why did you try and blah. yeah but i also knew they would try for the sake of the art and to get this going and i found that so moving i really yeah. I'm, I, I admire that so yeah. much I, yeah and it seems very important for other cultural institutions and organizations <laughs> Yes. Because there was no system how to create uh, concerts during the yes. pandemic. And I mean, I'm I, okay. I'm not a virologist. It's just my yeah. brain that tells me, okay, the more we know, it seems like it's loud talking and very closed spaces with poor ventilation. So, but here, nobody talks without mask. I mean, you get away from, I mean, the audience, they take off the mask when it's already quiet and they have to take it on before the applause. And for me, it seems a very secure system. And I yeah. think it could be probably even more people in the audience. I think it's a good way. And we were tested so much. And of course, they also told us, please be careful. So we need also to trust the colleagues. I mean, we are always in this danger also to catch a flu, let's say, yeah, um, I, I mean, I know this yeah. feeling because when I have a flu, I cannot perform. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not COVID that's yeah, a yeah. different thing. But still, for me, the, the, the outcome is the same. I cannot perform. So I'm always careful. Yeah. So it was kind of similar to that you always have to be careful as a singer. But were there elements that were really frustrating? I don't know. I mean, the joy to be on stage was yeah. so big that we... Of course, we didn't do a Künstlerfest. Of course, we couldn't do a premiere party. Of course, we. I met very little people and only outside yeah. and for a coffee yeah. and right. Huh? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean we are back on stage that's mm-hmm. the biggest gift ever yes. <laughs> so i think the rest is mm-hmm. yeah i imagine there are a lot of projects that are kind of gone or will be maybe in the next years and and then how do you also approach the next months when you are booked to work but also don't know what will happen well for now it's cancelled till december because i should have been in canada right yeah. after that but ah. um it was not it was an overtaking from the Met and there was no way of getting the set out of the US or rebuild it but as I'm also teaching I'm always busy and I'm the the nice thing I'm always in the music and also one thing I found during the pandemic that the music never stopped in me Mm. so I found that so you know it's it's there there. I mean I'm not on stage of course it's a big part that's missing but still the music is there and I still can do something I did some concert for old people we had a transporter with a piano in it and a pianist 
and okay. we were standing in front of two singers and a violinist <laughs> and made concert and it was so moving because the audience was small but the relation between yes. them and us was so dense and yeah. intense and that's super what is the most important for you in managing the lifestyle as a musician well i'm glad i'm alone. i mean <laughs> i have my parents i would yeah. I, i try to see them as often as i can otherwise i'm totally every second i'm not performing i'm into teaching and therefore my students and also when yeah. i'm performing i'm either flying home or have them on skype yeah it's those two things and i think for me it's it's both yeah one feeds the other the performance alone is fine but um, all the roundabout where some people then think you're a star or not you know it's so easy to get influenced by all the critiques or yeah. whatever instead of saying okay i did my best for now yeah. and i will try my best tomorrow it won't be always the same it yeah. cannot yeah of course it for sure doesn't quit a certain level because that's yeah. also important And do you read reviews for operas? Or? Yeah, I do. <laughs> less and less. <laughs> When I was younger, it sometimes helped me because I thought, okay, I don't know what this guy didn't like, but obviously there was something not so convincing. Yeah, meanwhile, I know on my own if there is something. And I think most of the reviews are really positive and because it's, it's a really impressive thing. Yeah. And also the recording, the, it's also really good was yeah. well put together yeah. yeah sometimes somebody i mean yeah it was talking about your character that uh, it's it too had, weak it was like maybe one dimensional or something that it was more like of a caricature and i you know i don't really under, <laughs> who was writing that <laughs> but <laughs> i mean sometimes i have just to say okay then they didn't see it. i mean yeah. i know what i did yeah and one dimensional sorry It's not the approach at all. No, that was <laughs> like not the approach. Direction. <laughs> But sometimes, you know, it's also sometimes people do expect something and if you don't match yes. their expectation, they probably need time to review it. It's often, yes. you know, with the Kastoff ring in Bayreuth when it was booed in the first yeah. year and then they celebrated him in the last year. Yeah, yeah. and I, I guess always when you... When you do something a bit different than expected, then people first say, no, it cannot be of that. Course. Especially in opera world, I find often many people come with those expectations, like it should be like that. And for you as a singer, do you have also these thoughts that, oh, I know what uh, Strauss music is for me or what this character is about, and then you, you come and... and this. <laughs> I, I always find it interesting, and it's a bit my, my uh, thing to... Like Wagner and Strauss, I mean, I'm always less dramatic mad to have these yeah. strong women, and they're always a bit like, well, Kundry has to say it, and Dean and Dean, and so she goes into something. I mean, she's super strong, she knows yeah, everything, yeah. and at the end, her aim of life is to, to serve these yeah, guys, yeah, and yeah. sorry. I like to break a bit that male view on it, yeah, honestly, yeah. because I think we have to split sometimes the person of the composer, so the music sometimes says more and mm -hmm. defends the character more yeah. than the composer himself, but... Yeah. Um, I try to emphasize on those parts, they also bring these strong women in a positive way out. Because there's a lot of this portrait yes. that if a woman is strong, there's something evil in it. Yeah, <laughs> there's always something evil in yeah. it. Because they, I don't know what they couldn't stand. It was not allowed that a woman is so strong yeah. over the centuries. And I think this is really important also for us to get away. Yeah. Yeah. And in the university, we had a strong um, discussion with the students. They were complaining about opera stereotypes. True, they, True. they are there. And yeah. I think we can break them. The music gives us a lot of opportunities. It's not just yeah, one yeah. dimension. 
what was it for you to play a character that was created like more of a hundred years ago? I don't know. I always try to, I mean, especially with the Greeks, I always find they have something archaic, which is always in yeah. us. They have those, I mean, I also played Fantasy Leia and yeah. last, what, two years ago, yeah. Agave in the Basarid. And I think the Greek mythology is eternal, which is always somehow something mankind experiences. And so, okay, maybe in the concrete situation, I could say, yeah, that's not very modern. But as a conflict itself, I think you always find something that relates to get to a point where you can only do a decision which is not right. I mean, very glad I never experienced it that way. In a certain way, that's very that's common. Common, no? In, in human nature. In a, yeah. And this makes it so deep. Also, it's interesting. I've heard the saying that how the director sees women, that's how he yeah. directs it. Yeah, true. Christoph, he likes um, strong women and that's uh, that matches. Yeah. That is fine. But yeah, I was in the situation. But it was a revival, so I couldn't talk to the director anymore. And I found, okay, I tried to do my best to get yeah. her out of that corner. But yeah. Yeah. And uh, would you say that the traditional opera repertoire are all stories that are so flawed? <laughs> so that uh, all those characters and the, the dramas and... I don't, I don't know if the stories are really the most important of it. I always say, yeah, you, you watch um, opera with your ears. I think it's more the emotions they yeah. in that and the music give us the, the opportunity to live through those emotions on a different level. And I think this is opera. Mm -hmm. And this is what, because the story, my God, Figaro, Lenotte, or something. It, it, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Or it's, Don Giovanni. <laughs> yeah, or Don Giovanni. So what? Yeah. But the whole emotion that it underneath and how Mozart composed it, and then your own emotion can live yes. out on a, on a very high level of consciousness. And I think this is what makes opera so eternal for all the yeah. time. And do you take it uh, consciously when you're preparing a role? Do you see or feel what's emotional impact <laughs> <laughs> do you want to achieve? Or not? I sometimes know. you know, but sometimes I think it happens more. Yeah. With all together, I want to give the the audience a platform where they can yeah. experience. I don't want to say that you know you have to think <laughs> that or to feel that. I don't like that. I think it, they should read something into me and. It's very interesting also vocally when you have yeah. a when you train your voice with certain overtones, harmonics, and the richer it is, the more the audience can read into your sound. And it's up to them what they take out of it. And it's up to them how they come to the performance, how they feel at this moment, what they experienced emotionally probably before or whenever. And I think this is important that we give them this this platform. Yeah. Did you ever had some reactions or comments after the opera that really surprised you with the meaning that listener experiences? But well, sometimes, yes, because um, I, I cannot remember a specific mm -hmm. one, but sometimes you think, oh, wow, that yeah. you saw in that. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't even think of it. Yeah. But when it said, okay, yeah, it's true. It, I mean, for me, it's always nice when I can cry at the end, but it's usually with Tosca or <laughs> Traviata. <laughs> I, I, I like, yeah to go deep into those emotions that's for me it's really purifying in a certain <laughs> way it's hard for me to let completely go because i i'm when i go to a performance i always also my voice teacher's ear it's always like analyzing so 
best I go to performance, I remember it was Ritorno to Lisa in Patria Theater and the Wien years uh-huh. ago. And I sat there and honestly in the first moment I thought, oh my God, it's a long <laughs> piece and all those recits and all in a sudden I found myself, my tears were falling down and I, I cannot tell till now what happened. Yeah. Something was hit in yeah. yeah. I imagine that performing an opera, it could be scary to also lose the control. And, yeah. and I imagine the emotions can be also quite overwhelming. It's scary sometimes. It's really, I mean, it, it does something with you because you link somehow to the character. And yeah. it's not always easy to stand them because at some point they are a part of you. You take them home and because I give them my body, my voice. So yeah. I cannot say completely no to them and they go to places in me. So what do you focus about mostly during the performance? I try, yeah, now especially to have a lot of energy but really come out of the middle that I never do something random or, you know, random gestures but really deeply felt and rather do a bit less because mm-hmm. I know my body works well when I'm doing not so much. Yeah. Other bodies are about moving and Mine is convincing when I'm more still. Are there moments when you lose that center in, in, this, in this stage? It can happen because I'm an empathetic person and sometimes something throws can throw me off. Yes. So I need always try to get myself back to the concentration in case. Yeah. In the moment you're doing, you're busy. You have to, to get all your energy on doing. But it's nice, then I have this scene where I'm dead and yes. I listen to the beautiful aria of Oshrine and to the beautiful singing of also Azmik and yeah. and that's really, and the orchestra and especially as I have my eyes closed and I can let go of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine yeah. that's a nice thing. And I, I really, I'm, I'm happy, I can enjoy it there. <laughs> yeah. And, and with the dying, is that your scream? <laughs> yeah, actually, they took, um, I have to admit, they took somebody to scream for me because yeah. um, we were a bit worried. I have also a concert with two days voice, later. Yeah, yeah so otherwise I, I like to scream on my own, but I have already <laughs> the monologue where it's a bit taxing on the voice and so we yes. are a bit careful. Yes. And with the, after the monologue, you have to change the, the costume? Yes. I imagine that this is also very stressful. Yes, and the wig, and, yes. um, and you're always like, okay, we have 15 minutes or so, can we? Da, da, da. Yeah, you always need then, to look that we are ready, and um, yeah. And then after the screaming to go back to singing, like, is there something yes. that you do for your voice that it will be? I cannot, because we, yeah. we dress under the stage. I cannot, because um, the, the way ah. from our dressing room to the stage is very far. It's like five minutes yeah, to like walk. A so labyrinth yes. <laughs> building. <laughs> so we are under the stage to to make all the changes and um, yeah, I can hum a bit. But beside that, I just try to concentrate and warm up carefully before and then yeah. Yeah, is there something that you remind yourself before the performance? Yes, I have to tell myself that I have to take energy because she, as a person, she lost all her energy. You know, so if I, I need to take. Because she cannot give, she has no. Yes. After all what she lived through. Yeah. So this for me was a key point. But there's some physical exercise you can do, like really pull a rope to yourself or so, (laughs) something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I I literally do that. Okay. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. How was it after the premiere? Well, we stood all in this little um, restaurant just, and we stood with (laughs) distance and (laughs) raised the glass. (laughs) That was all that happened. (laughs) But we were pretty among us, so it was also great.
is it different of how you now approach the, the next performance? I think the one thing is that you trust it now, that it's, you know, the more you do it, yeah, the more you trust it, that it's work like that. It's also interesting, this mother aspect, because other characters are the children of her So how do you play this mother-child element? Is there something that you want to Well, I think especially in the monologue comes the love for, of course, Eugenia. And then later it's the approach to Electra, which I would love to have a, a good relationship and I think I would love that she understands yeah. and not just um, put the father on, yes. I don't know, as a saint and me as the bad lady in the house. <laughs> so, this is, I think it's a struggle with, I want her to understand me. That's so important and I want her love back, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a big conflict also as a being a mother. Yes, and also for Orest, I think Orest I gave away because the new husband wanted it. Yeah, this is also something in my soul that is not working really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I imagine that there are so many tragic elements in this yeah. family, it's even difficult to take it all in. And to... I, it's so, I'm so sorry for that lady, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, yeah one thing after another, how can she still survive? I mean, yeah. I mean, she must be so strong to survive that <laughs> How How do you get get to get out of that? I don't know. I, I mean... It takes time? or It, it takes is... time, yeah. yeah. I mean, after, it's just that I'm really slow. And um, usually it grabs me somewhere. A few weeks later, again, I feel like, oh my God, this character is still there. <laughs> I, I cannot really tell. It's, yes. Try to tell myself it's yeah. a figure I'm playing, but still... It doesn't change me as a person, yeah. I mean, hopefully not. But yeah. <laughs> but it kind yeah. of deepens the understanding yeah, 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 yeah. other people. Really nice. So thank you very much. Thank Sandwich you very much. Here. It was really nice to talk. It went like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.